0: See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Oarsman story. Oarsman Ford Lincoln. Let's ride together. On the football field, the
1: action happens in the blink of an eye. It's like that off the field, too, when you've been injured. In a split second, your life is changed. Whether on the field or in the courtroom, when you've been injured, you need the right teammates by your side. You need Chase and Boscolo, a law firm willing to protect and fight for your rights. On the football field or in the courtroom, having the right team determines whether you win or lose. When injuries change your life, call Chase and Boscolo, trial lawyers that care.
2: What's up, everybody? This is Fred Smooney. you listen to Redskins
3: Talk. Mr. Case Keenum, can we borrow you for a moment? Hey, what up, everybody? Hi, I'm Ryan Kerrigan. This is the Redskins Talk podcast with J.P. Finley. What up, everybody? This is Landon Collins with Redskins Talk podcast with J.P. Finley. What up, everybody?
1: J.P. Finley, Redskins Talk podcast. It's the day after pod. You know what that means. First, you get my interview with Jay Gruden. Then you get my interview with Adrian Peterson after the Cowboys' loss. Obviously a pretty uh, disheartening loss on the field. Um, Brought to you by Oarsman Automotive of Virginia. We ride with them. Hope you do the same thing. Listen to the Gruden interview carefully. I I think there's a lot in there about the defensive performance, the coaching performance, the scheme that they're deploying. Obviously, the injuries are an issue, but I, I, I think Jay's telling us more than he has in a while. I also asked him about Pam Oliver's report that Gruden doesn't like Adrian Peterson's run style. I also found that answer pretty interesting, and we're going to dive into this later in the week with with Mitch and Pete, but uh, Gruden doesn't shut the report down. He told me as we were walking to go sit down and do the interview that he had no idea where that came from, but I want to let you guys listen to it before I kind of give you my analysis on it. That's that's coming later in the week. Also, I wrote a story uh, that hopefully you guys all read on NBCSportsWashington.com. It's time to trade Trent. The guy does not want to be here, and I'm telling you that just believe me on that and if it's going to be a staring contest between him and Bruce I I just don't see how that benefits the Redskins organization long term and and if it's just about a holding fast to a principle that we're not going to trade this guy because it's not fair how he did it I get that mindset but I just don't see how that makes you better I, I think the Niners need a tackle the the Pats probably need to tackle. There are plenty of other other teams that would love to have Trent Williams. Stack assets because you're starting to look at 2020. Dwayne Haskins is going to be your starter. You're probably going to have a bunch of salary cap space if you can add more picks. Remember, they don't have a second-round pick because Montez the trade-up to get Montez Sweat. Read the article. I lay it out at least what I think makes the most sense. And And I want to be clear that I'm not saying the season's over because – Uh, While I think the division title is shot when you're 0-2 in the division in two games, a wild card could still happen. Crazy things happen. I I asked Gruden about that. And also, if Trent really wants a new contract and other teams know that he's demanding more cash, that could be a problem in the trade market as well. So I recognize those factors. Enough from me. Let's get to Jay Gruden. Thank you to Orisman Automotive of Virginia. Mm -hmm. Another tough loss for the Washington Redskins. Oddly, 0-2 is a position you've been in before. In 2016, you guys came marching back after an 0-2 start. It got to a win-and-in Week 17 playoff game. We remember how that game went. How do you address your team at 0-2? What did you say in that locker room yesterday?
4: Well, number one, we got to stay together, for sure. And don't let any of the outside noise uh, factor into your preparation, your work ethic. Um, so um, you got to eliminate the outside crowd noise and uh, the talking and the yapping and the negative articles and all that stuff and just come to work. I think we have a, a talent in place here. We have talent in place here that I think we can still turn this thing around and quickly. And I think we will. I had a player in the locker room yesterday tell me that I know we lost both these games
1: and, and neither of them were particularly close but he still felt like this is the best team he's been here for, and he's been here five years or so.
4: Yes, no, we just got a mesh. We just got a gel. And they were pretty, you know, heck, we were up seven, 20 to 7 at the half against Philly, so that was pretty close. They just went on a little roll there and got up by 8 or 9, um, and then uh, we couldn't come back. And then same with Dallas. We were, you know, the horrible call at the end of the half. On the holding call, gave them 7 instead of 10-7 at the half. You know, we were, we were right there. Went for it on fourth down a chance. So we're, we're playing with these guys. It's not like we're getting blown out of the water. Uh, but we do have talent. I think it's just going to take a little bit of time uh, to get these guys playing together, playing well. Defensively, you, for over a year now, I mean, going
1: back to Arizona at league meetings, you were saying we're ready to win ugly defensive first, run the ball, don't turn it over. Through two weeks, I imagine you think your offense is doing enough to give you chances and the defense just isn't holding up their end of the bargain. Why is that happening?
4: You know, I think it's a combination of things, really, and, and uh, we got to do a better job coaching. Number one, we got to take the credit or take the blame uh, if guys are messing up. That's on us as coaches. Uh, and then number two, we got to play better. We got to rush the passer better, uh, stop the run obviously better. We have the talent to do it, uh, but like I said before, you know, we got a lot of young people playing together for the first time, um, and when you're playing together for the first time and change of formations and communication has to take place. If one guy messes up, you know, the plays you're in trouble, you know, and, and unfortunately the quarterbacks that we've played, Wentz and Prescott have both taken advantage of the few times we've messed up. So, we eliminate those mental errors. I think physically, uh, we'll be good to go. We'll be able to compete with everybody. Um, two things I want to touch on. is You said you got to coach better.
1: Are you pleased with the scheme defensively through two games?
4: Well, I think last week we were pretty vanilla. I think we were forced into... Cowboys game. Yeah, Cowboys game. We're a little bit vanilla. Uh, I think we can be a little bit more exotic once we get Fabian back in there and, and our guys back in there with some more communication, and, and uh, but I think the key was after the Philadelphia game, we didn't want to mess up any more coverage. We had two blown covers that gave them two touchdowns. You can't have that happen. So let's be a little bit more vanilla. Let everybody know what to do. Play a little bit faster. And now I think we'll start to branch off and do some different things with so far as blitzes and coverages. It's a bit of a chicken and egg
1: then, because you don't want to have blown coverages in the secondary, yeah. and you need more pass
4: rush, but
0: yeah.
1: neither is really happening. How do you get more pass rush without blitzing?
4: We have to rush better. You know, we have to maybe do some more games up front. Um, our edge pressure's got to get home. You know, I think, uh, I think Montez rushing for the first time in the NFL. I think he's uh, probably a little bit too tight to the tackle. He's not getting up the field quite enough uh, for our liking, and I think that'll come uh, with experience. And then obviously, if we can get the quarterback to step up into our two defense alignment, that's where we'll get all the sacks, and that's where we get all the pressure. So right now, the quarterbacks are very comfortable. Wentz and Prescott patting it one, two, three times and, and, and ripping us downfield. So uh, pass rush is going to be very, very important moving forward. When you're on the sideline and
1: you see those quarterbacks able to pat the ball while they're looking down, like, what is your reaction?
4: Oh, it's, it's, it's frustrating, yes. And, uh, and then there are times, too, when they have max protection, two-man routes, and, and we're not challenging the receivers quite enough. So it's a combination of things. I'm not going to put it all on the pass rush. I'm not going to put it on the DBs or the linebackers. Com- it's a combination of a lot of things that we can improve on, and we will. If you were mic'd up, what of that footage could be used during the during the deep
1: plays? Uh, none. <laughs> Offensively, it has been somewhere between fine and good, I would say. Not great. It was great for 30 minutes in Philly. But outside of that, it's been pretty good, okay. The run game has
4: not gotten going. No. What do you attribute that to? Uh combination of things. You know, against Philadelphia, we tried to run the ball in the second half. We had a, a negative play and a holding call, and then we had another— Nice run, first down to 35, and we had a clipping call Instead, said we have second and 25 to 20. You know, there's things that take you out of the running game, and then you lose the lead and you have to play a little bit faster to try to play catch-up, or you're not going to be able to run the ball. So we haven't been able to stick with the run for four quarters, uh, and we haven't had enough production out of the running game. We had a couple good hits. AP had a couple good hits uh, yesterday against Dallas. Uh, we can build off of that and continue to work it. But also I think when you have a new left tackle, new left guard, uh, coming in for the first time, and the tight end issues that we've had a little bit, uh, working together, coming off together, getting the points right, going up physically uh, with speed—I think will come, and I think they'll get there.
1: I formation on the goal line. Was, were you having fun there?
4: You I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I formation. Yeah, we ran it once for a loss of one, and then AP stuck his foot in the ground and actually uh, had a great block, lead block by our fullback. So fifty
1: three more carries and you're up to fifty five in the yeah. Eye. Well, I'd love to hand it
4: off fifty five times. Just <laughs> you know, we got to do a better job on first down and staying out of those long yard. We've had a, we got a pretty good pass game too. We can spread people out and I think we've been pretty efficient at pass game. We have a lot of passes that are extensions of the run, some RPOs and things of that nature as well. I want to ask about the pass game in case particularly, but there was a report yesterday
1: during the broadcast that Adrian Peterson runs to North South for your liking.
4: Oh, you want north-south backs. I don't think you want east-west backs, that's for sure. AP's a north-south runner, and what that does, you know, sometimes it's hard when he's in the game because most teams, like yesterday, were in 11 personnel, and they put base on the field. They said, heck, you're not going to run it. You know, we're going to have to throw it, in which we had to throw it a few times. But when he gets going north-south, what that does is it, it creates a physical mentality for our offense, The offensive linemen love it, and it opens up our play-action passes. So we do love north-south backs.
1: So any suggestion that there's not a spot for AP in your
4: offense is? No, he played last year, had 1,000 yards. So, yeah. Fair. Keenum, if I had told you in August that the reason you're staying
1: in games through the first two weeks of the year is Case Keenum, what would your reaction have been?
4: Well, and tra- right? we signed him for a reason. You know, we thought he could come in here and compete for the starting job because he's done it and been productive, uh, great competitor, great leader. Um, and now it's just a matter of him getting comfortable with the plays and the concepts and the people around him. Two first-round rookies. Haskins isn't playing. That's part
1: of the plan. Sweat is playing, not giving you what you want. The next rookie, the third-round pick,
4: Terry McLaurin looks like he's emerging to be something special. How do you view his start to the year? I agree. I think he is going to emerge into something special. He's that type of guy. He uh, doesn't let anything bother him. He's a great competitor, very smart, very talented, uh, very explosive. He's got like Pierre Garçon explosiveness in and out of cuts, but he's got uh, the great speed to go along with it. So uh, just a great guy to have on your football team can do it all. You got
1: an extra day. You don't play till Monday night. The track record on Monday night is not great. Does that let you get these guys back into the right frame of mind? Is that one more day to stew on the losses? How does that work?
4: No, you got to move on, for sure. Just like Philly, we try to move on to Dallas right away because the longer you stew in your losses, the longer you're going to stew, period. And uh, we got to get the get out of the funk, uh, learn from our mistakes, uh, add to what we've been doing offensively and defensively, uh, being sound and, and getting after the Chicago Bears is what it's all about. They haven't been blowout losses, but two losses in the division.
1: How do you keep these guys together that, I and mean, that's what you said the challenges,
4: yeah for sure you know uh take it one game at a time for sure i know it's coach's cliche but that's that's a fact you have to do it one game at a time you got to take one day at a time really you know your preparation has got to be great on uh, wednesday thursday friday saturday you know um and and dominate the installs and 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 do greater practice and always have confidence. Never lose confidence in yourself and never lose confidence in the guy next to you. And everything will be just fine. We have enough talent in this building that uh, I think we can turn around quickly. And it starts on Monday. And you said, not time to hit the panic button. In your
1: time as Redskins head coach, you've never had an in-season coaching change. There's none of that stuff on the horizon, I imagine.
4: No, no, no. We've got to work together, get this thing fixed, and we will. Lastly,
1: Friday night is the Redskins fashion show. Will you be walking the runway this year? I will not. You sure? positive. I am wearing an all-burgundy jumpsuit. That is
0: going to look wonderful. Thank you very much, Jay. Oarsman opened its first car dealership in 1921. Now, over 100 years and many dealerships later, Oarsman of Virginia can proudly say that when it comes to your car buying needs, if you want it, we've got it. Saving, selection, and service? Check. Lifetime engine guarantees and car washes? Check. Loaner cars and free Virginia inspections? Check and check. See over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Oarsman story. Oarsman Fairfax Toyota, let's ride together. Oarsman opened its first car dealership in 1921. Now, over 100 years and many dealerships later, Oarsman of Virginia can proudly say that when it comes to your car buying needs, if you want it, we've got it. Savings, selection, and service? Check. Lifetime engine guarantees and car washes? Check. Loaner cars and free Virginia inspections? Check and check. See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Oarsman story. Oarsman Chantilly Toyota. Let's ride together.
1: and again, Ryan Anderson in Number the game 52, as a fullback. 66,
3: 74 are eligible.
1: They got everybody in Jaron Christian, Tony Bergstrom, the whole offensive line. Everybody bunched in tight. You don't have any more tight ends. Second and goal at the one. I formation behind Keenum. Hand off to Peterson, the cut, and he is in. Touchdown, Redskins. AP
2: gets it in. And with the touchdown, Adrian passes Jim Brown fifth all time in NFL history, and the Redskins on the board first.
1: You're now solo for fifth all time among all NFL running backs with 107 career touchdowns. We're going to talk about the game in a minute, but talk about what that record means to you.
2: Uh, it means a lot. You know, um, but Jim Brown is a guy that I've always looked up to. He paved the way for you know our generations and all the generations after him. So <laughs> to be blessed to be in this position, you know, to pass him is just mind blowing to me. But it goes to show just the uh, you know the gift and ability God has blessed me with. And I gotta give a shout out to my offensive line too and the receivers. Everyone contribute to uh, to that record being possible. Jim Brown, dude, yeah. that, that's
1: a big deal. I mean, he's. Widely considered the greatest football player ever, or at least of his generation. And to accomplish this, do, do you try to give it a sense of, of the history of all of it, or, or do you just have to focus on today and next week against the Bears?
2: Yeah, you know, I'll have time to think about it a little more now. We play Monday night, so it'll, 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 it'll sink in eventually. But, you know, it, it does kind of take you back, you know, like over the history of football and you know to be here in this moment passing him it's just it's just like wow you know like jim brown is an international name yeah. you know <laughs> and uh to be tied with him and then pass him is just like wow you know like it's, it's humbling darius geis and
1: you despite last week and whatever competition there is there you guys obviously have a real bond I doubt you've seen this yet. I'm sure your phone has a million notifications right now, but Geis earlier today tweeted, go get that TD to break the record. What does it mean for you to have his support and, and the support in the locker room, I imagine, especially after last week, coming back today, getting out there, getting the carries, 10 carries. Wasn't a lot on the ground, but you got the big TD.
2: Yeah, uh, it, it means a lot. There's you know, a young guy that I want to see be successful and, and be great, and um, you know, that's just kind of how I approach our relationship. Saw that it's, it's mutual love between each guy in that locker room, and especially the running back room, because we're all in it for one for one thing, and that's uh, put ourselves in a position to compete for a championship. You know, so to see, I haven't seen it yet, but to, to hear that man, it is—it doesn't surprise me. You know, that—that's his character. And, you know, I, I wouldn't expect anything less from him.
1: Got to ask about the game. Obviously, you know, you, you give up – the defense gives up 63 points in two games. The offense has been moving the ball. How do you try to break down these losses when it seems like the defense isn't carrying their
2: weight on the field? I feel like offensively we, we need to do a better job of, you know, creating longer drives um, and putting more points on the board. Um, so it's not like the defense is playing their backs against the wall, you know. and I uh, know that's not making an excuse for the defense because there's things that they need to tighten up on, but the things, like, as far as some of the big plays, but offensively, we need to create more big plays as well. It was just kind of hard for us to get going, playing from behind, with 14 in, you know, we got to 17, and it was just like, ah, you know, like, we have to get away from what I uh, I feel like, you know, kind of makes our offense really balanced, you know, so. Sure. It was, it was a rough win today, but we can learn from it and move forward and, get ready to win a game Monday night. Brian Mitchell has a question for you. Hey, Adrian, now congratulations on moving up the list. I know you would have rather the victory over just getting that touchdown, but you've been on some great, great running teams, on some, some super remarkable running teams. What do you all need to do to get this team to that type of stature? Just keep grinding. You know, I think the film from the last two weeks will be huge for us, you know, just as far as evaluating and seeing how we can put ourselves in the best position to get a W. You know, so, uh, you know, we got those big guys up front that they're doing a great job of in the pass pro. So, you know, so, you know, uh, having time to drop back and, you know, get the ball out your hands is, you know, Case has had that, had that pleasure here the last two weeks, you know, and just, just being more balanced. I feel like the first half we were, and the second half we kind of got behind, and, you know, you, you try to, you know, get some big plays out there in, in, in the pass play, and then you're down by 17. Now you really have to go. Um, you know, rely on on the the pass game to make some big plays. So I feel like just watching a film, you'll be able to sit back and say, hey, okay, if we can, you know, put ourselves in second and five or second and and two, that's a lot better than, you know, first and 15, whether that's a run play that uh, got blown up or, you know, a a bad play in in the pass, passing game.
0: Thank you very much, Adrian. The workload's not going to get any easier for this week. Monday night football, and the Bears are going to be in town. Hopefully you get some rest and can enjoy your personal accomplishment as much as you can, uh, even though it was a loss for the team today. We appreciate your time.
2: No problem. Thank you all.
3: As you can see behind me, there are a lot of... Cowboys fans. We're not in Dallas, we're in Landover, but there are unfortunately a lot of Cowboys fans in the parking lot, but I'm also out to find out where the Cowboys fans are, the people who are fans of the team but aren't really fans of the team. So let's go figure out if I can ask them some questions about their favorite team, and let's go do that before I keep doing quotation marks. Do you want to see J.P. Finley get more involved on offense? You know they love their speed coming out of Maryland. You know, they did, they did, but I think what we got, we got a steady uh, steady dose of Zeke coming in, and we got a steady dose of uh, you know, um... Cooper coming around. I think we're good. And you add you add J.P. Finley into that mix, though. he can get pretty dangerous. You do that, we're, we're going to be, what is it, 25, 25 in the first quarter? I yeah. like it. Do you think Brian Mitchell deserves to be in the Cowboys Hall of Fame for all that he did for the franchise? Absolutely. He was the man. Definitely needs to be in the Hall of Fame. Brought up Witten because the Cowboys have started calling him the old iceberg because he's so old and moves so slow. Do you think that's a fair nickname for Jason Witten? I would say it is. I would say it is. All day. What do you make of the reports that the Cowboys want Zeke to stop doing his We Eaton celebration because they're afraid of him hurting his wrist?
0: He'll be
3: all right. You think, you think his wrist will be safe doing that celebration? Yeah, for sure. What do you think about Mitch Tischler? He's an up-and-coming offensive lineman who had a really good camp. Do you think he should start getting some snaps, or do you think he needs more time to develop? Mitch, Mitch Tischler, they drafted him this year out oh, of Maryland. Oh, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone needs time to develop. Yeah. These guys can't walk in anything without any practice today. Yeah, Mitch, Mitch needs better technique, I think.
1: Everybody needs at least one year behind sitting behind a line.
3: As you guys can see, there's a little bit of a difference between Cowboys fans and smart Cowboys fans.
0: Oarsman opened its first car dealership in 1921. Now, over 100 years and many dealerships later, Oarsman of Virginia can proudly say that when it comes to your car buying needs, if you want it, we've got it. Saving, selection, and service? check lifetime engine guarantees and car washes check loaner cars and free virginia inspections check and check see over the past 100 years we've learned that to succeed in business we've got to keep our customers happy and that's the oarsman story oarsman chevy buick gmc let's ride together oarsman opened its first car dealership in 1921 Now, over 100 years and many dealerships later, Oarsman of Virginia can proudly say that when it comes to your car buying needs, if you want it, we've got it. Savings, selection, and service, check. Lifetime engine guarantees and car washes, check. Loaner cars and free Virginia inspections, check and check. See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Oarsman story. Oarsman Chantilly Kia, let's ride together.